Good morning. Hi, this is Luz Maria, everybody, and I am a conscious parenting coach. I am a hypnotherapist, and I am an NLP practitioner. So today is a second series, the second series of my, you know, podcast on parenting. So I'm a mother of three boys. I got three boys. And this week, something really interesting happened. Three of the mates of one of my kids in year five were, you know, diagnosed with COVID. And the school decided to send all my kids, not one, but all the kids. Uh, My middle son, who is the one, in fact, in year five, plus the siblings, which is one in year 10 and the other in year one. So I got three siblings at home and you can imagine how <laughs> how busy I am at home. And this is where I genuinely need to practice what I preach, which is this conscious parenting, right? And what is conscious parenting and how can you practice conscious parenting? Because I believe there is a new trend and and some people think that parenting is, you know, or conscious parenting, it's a new trend. And it's not a new trend. We have been doing parenting forever. We, we, we have been doing parenting, but we have realized, I guess, now that parenting does not come naturally. We thought we did. Certainly, my mom did. She thought she could do it without knowing and, you know, learning and educating herself. And I would say she did a, okay, an okay job. But, and I'm not trying to say that I'm judging my mother, but she did what she was, you know, done to her. And my coaching or conscious parenting in general is trying to propose to invite you to educate yourself in this subject of parenting because there are things that we didn't know and it was not taught to us parents of the things that we do and we expose our children that could potentially harm them so badly. And I said harm them forever, meaning throughout all their life. And you see, in conscious parenting, we believe that the myth of thinking that conscious parenting is it's natural and that you will know what to do and how to act, we should let go. It is not true. Parenting is such a sacred and so powerful, you know, mental imprinting that we parents, you know, expose our kids from the very beginning of their lives. And nobody teaches that, nobody taught us that. I certainly didn't know that from zero to three years old, this baby will have the most powerful mental imprinting through something that we call in psychology, attachment. The most important codependent relationship between the child and the mother or the child or the guardian, whether it's the father or, you know, any caregiver, we didn't know or I didn't know certainly that the child needed this 
codependency, this attachment, which was the primal, the most important attachment for a human being. And it, it, it is as the result of this initial or this primary attachment that the child will know if he can trust the world or not, or she, if she's a girl. It is as a consequence of this codependent relationship with the guardian, the mother, generally, and, you know, the majority, who is taking care of a small baby. It will be in this codependent, you know, relationship where the child will understand love is available to me. Care is available to me. Resources in terms of food and protection is available to me. It is in this primary relationship with the mother at the very early ages of their lives. Zero to three. Can you believe that? Why are we not told that? And I say this with all love and respect to all the doctors, physicians, and pediatricians. That we never consider that. We only go to doctors, for example, to examine the babies, you know, bilirubin, um, you know, the jaundice, when the first time we need to monitor the amount of, of, of jaundice in their level of their blood. And we go to the doctor for vaccination. And we go to the doctor for growth of, you know, their, their, their size, their weight. Why are we not told that you must take care of this baby emotionally as well. Why are we not told that it is in the first three years that we could potentially screw their mind? Why? Why haven't nobody told us that? Because it is in these first three years that the child needs to know that he is loved, that he is protected. And you would assume, but loose. Everybody knows that, you know. You would assume, like, I knew I, I took care of my baby and I carried and I, you know, I was there feeding it and changing his diapers. But were you there constantly reassuring this baby there with all your spirit, soul, and, you know, availability, constantly providing this love and, you know, connection, just be there without feeling, you know, the burden of waking up every two hours. And many of us, I mean, it's sad, many of us, and in certain cultures, we even do something called sleep training. Yeah? Have you ever heard about this? The sleep training? Which basically let the child cry in the middle of the night because the mother or the guardians think that if they do pick him up, the child will do that again and again. It will repeat that behavior, that pattern of waking up. But have you considered that the child wakes up because it is a need of the child to know that he's being protected or she's being protected, that they cry because they need the reassurance that the mother is there or the father is there and he feels protected. This is why they wake up, not to mention that, of course, they also want to eat. They, are, they want to eat. It's as if you would be in the middle of the day and you want to drink water. And you want to go to drink water, but they don't give you the water and they refuse to give you the water. And you can, you know, you can tell and cry and shout, I want water, but they will not give it to you. So the child 
does not cry because it's manipulating or in any way disturbing the sleep of the guardians. It's because the child needs to communicate that there is a need. Whether it's a need of being hungry and want to eat or there is a need of emotional attachment, emotional reassurance that mommy is there and you are safe. And here I am and I'm I'm here and I love you and you matter to me and you are important for me to wake up to be here with you. And that is the primary attachment, codependent, that the child needs to know that he is worth it, that he matters and that he belongs to this family and he belongs to this world. And so conscious parenting is understanding the basics of we, the parents, really understand this connection that our children need and this is the primary attachment which i said from zero to three and after that the child still needs to shadow and to understand how he or she will you know leave and take decision based on the behavior of their parents based of the belief systems of the parents the society the religious views of the parents and all the people around them. And that's what we call the initial imprinting, the initial conditioning of this child, of this human being. And it is in these primary years of, of the life of a child that he or she will form the lenses, the world's view of how she or he will take any decisions in life. So you see how crucial it is that we do it right, that our parenting is properly done. And so today I wanted to give you this insight in this short podcast on parenting and how crucial it is that we understand that learning the right parenting style, the right, I would say, not techniques, but understanding that the exposure of our behavior as parents in the early years of our children, it is crucial and it will define the personality and the world's views of your children. So I urge you, I invite you to consider learning parenting, a positive parenting style that will help you to behave in certain ways that will impact your children positively. And I would say very humbly that conscious parenting it, it, it is one of the best parenting styles that you could consider to apply to your children because it's based on connection, in this connection, in this reassurance of availability from parents to children. It is based on the love and the acceptance of your child. Conscious parenting shifts the focus of fixing, producing a child through your own views and instead invites the parents to look within themselves and see what are the wrong things, you know, that are happening on them and that they should be aware, that they should be conscious not to transfer those negative conditioning 
to their children. So in conscious parenting, we change, we switch the view of seeing children as human beings that needs to be, you know, produced and shaped and fixed. And instead, it's about the parents doing that job. You know, you fix yourself, you heal yourself, you be aware of all your negative conditioning. And the only thing you do is inspire your child, accept your child, allow the unfolding of your children uniqueness. You allow it to happen in front of your eyes. And yes, of course, you put boundaries, boundaries that are enhancing to their lives and that they are fair to your children's lives. And this is where boundaries and limits comes into place. So for some parents who will say, but Luz, how can I let my child do everything they want? They don't know. They know they will discover through you with your inspiration, with your example. And you will put boundaries because yes, at certain age, when it's age appropriate, you will teach, you will coach your children to, you know, be able to do certain things and maybe not some other things when it's not age appropriate. But you will be there setting up these boundaries, which will be again, and I emphasize, life enhancing boundaries, not narcissistic, egocentric, you know, boundaries that it works for you, but not the child. So in conscious parenting, we do believe in boundaries, but we said make boundaries that are life enhancing and that they are fair for your child and for you as a parent. So we focus indeed everything related to parents. We believe in conscious parenting that a mother should never neglect her self-care because we know that it is when she takes care of herself that she will be able to you know, to, to be more naturally better mother, rested mother, happy mother, and so that she can make her child as well happy. In conscious parenting, we believe in quality time, not quantity, if you are a working mom. We believe that even if you sit one hour with your child, connected, genuinely, completely, in soul, spirit, and physical body, well, you will be fine because you are connecting to your child. The child knows that when you come from work or when you have time, you give that quality time to your child and that the child will notice and will appreciate and will feel validated, will feel important because you are giving it that time that you have to that child. So I hope you like this episode of Conscious Parenting and understanding the fundamental and basic pillars of Conscious Parenting and why you should consider making a course or, you know, involving yourself in the learning of parenting styles. This is your host, Luz Maria Villagras. And I am a conscious parenting coach. I am also a hypnotherapist who will allow parents to discover their wounds, their inner wounds, perhaps things that were, you know, imprinted when you were very small and they are causing you some disbalances in your life. So I help parents with hypnosis to, you know, reset and re-manifest all their perfection by healing their wounds. I am also an NLP coach, a neuro-linguistic practitioner, 
I teach you the language of the mind and how you are communicating and the impact, the powerful impact that has all the words that you repeat on your head and the holograms that perhaps are happening in your mind. And that is very important to understand and we do it through neurolinguistics. So thank you for this episode and I wish you a wonderful day.